0: This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the city of hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. Last month, he shared his his story with me. He said that, uh, I I said this everywhere, he said that Pastor Deboye came to Bishop Mike's program. And Pastor Deboye said, "There is no need hanging around with too many friends. All you need are quality brothers." And then he said that Pastor Deboye said, "Look at Pastor Deboye. That in all the world he has only nine brothers. Don't you know? Pastor, the people around here are too much. <laughs> Look at them. Say that's part of your problem." You know how people say something, they don't even know the impact of what they said. And since he said that, I've had to review my life. I'm many things, but I'm not a hypocrite. And then um, I reviewed people. Everybody has importance. But I'd like to know you inspire me in an area. I love Dr. Jonathan because he is authentic. If he's your friend, go and sleep. He will fight your battles for you. He's not ashamed to tell the world that he's your friend. Anointed. Debonair. Tush. Pen. Psychedelic. <laughs> <laughs> you, know the, you know the last time I told you a story. I hope you don't forget. How many of us remember eh? Uh-huh? this is the first time you see husband and wife, you're wondering who is better looking, but I made up my mind, mama is better looking. <laughs> Papa, ndewo. thank you, sir. This is a blessing to see your child's glory while you are alive. Many never get to say it. And I want to thank you, mama. Thank you. Thank you. I was raised by an Assemblies of God women. So when I see people who have a heritage of parents, who are there for you. It's a blessing. Papa, you will yet see more glory in life. In Jesus' mighty name. Mama, thank you. My wife saw you just once and she fell in love. I don't know what you gave to her, what she gave, what she gave to you. One of you gave something to each other. After you left, she's just been talking about you. She, she says that lady is quiet, but she has substance. I say, yeah. I've never seen her trying to drag pulpit. She's comfortable in her skin she's not micromanaging her husband. She's securing what she has about the most beautiful lady. Yeah. Yes. Today he will bring more dowry. The one he paid has expired. <laughs> Somebody shout a big amen. <laughs> it's good to see Pastor Quinn. Hallelujah. Quinnesta, we thank you. Celebrate you. I came with my protocol and associates. A couple of them are here. And um, I'm glad I'm seeing old faces. I saw you the last time. Thank you. You are the one that comes from that far place. Where's that? Idimu. You still come from a Jew? May God bless me with more of your kind. Jesus, please clap for him. Amen. (laughs) Praise the Lord. When a doctor asked me to talk to men, two things came to my mind. Eventually, when life ceases, when I retire from ministry, I have only one passion. I want to have a foundation for men. See, because the enemy hates men. Hmm? And I think that to save a nation, we need to raise strong men. So when all is said and done, when I'm over, even right now, by the grace of God, I have a little thing where I support young boys who can't pay school fees. I think an empowered man is a danger to the enemy. And I said, one of these days, by the grace of God, this King's Fellowship will move to National Stadium because of the relevance and the import of what you do. That sometimes I'm not even sure you know what to do, but God will open your eyes. Have you noticed in churches women are more? Women are more. It's not. It's not the women should be in church, but it's not the design of God. Amen. So today I'm just going to try. And uh, be brief. I know our time is gone. I know that even forever will not be okay. So wherever I stopped, we have an anointed teaching apostle in the house, who is going to help us. First Corinthians 15:41. All the leadership, please thank you. All the leadership, thank you for standing by my brother. I like it to know you have a brother down the road. Is that all right? I told my wife, <coughs> any day you see me carry a woman in the car, that I cannot defend. Call Pastor Jonathan Mogo. I gave her five names. How many names? Anytime you see me do something stupid, you've talked to me, I didn't answer you, call them. You need such accountability relationships. Hallelujah. Like he's told you, I left NMPC to serve the Lord. I didn't leave Ministry of Works and Housing. So I can't live that much to get to this level and allow stupidity to take over life. So we're going to be a little bit direct. We're going to be a bit strong and... Um, Hopefully, after today, the next one year, when I come, the size of the men will be four times more than this. That your amen did not go to school. I thought that amen was too psychedelic. That sounded too intellectual. That your amen is not just at the airport. Let the next amen slay all the witches in this area. The next amen is bringing down your glory. Yeah. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. All right, 1 Corinthians fifteen forty-one. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the anointing that abides upon your word. The heavens and the earth will pass away, but not a jot or title tittle of your word will fail. I'm asking you not just because of us, the speakers, but for the faith of your people who have come to hear from you. I'm asking that you unleash a glory, unleash an anointing that makes understanding effective. I pray tonight that the preaching of your word will challenge me, the preacher, and my God will transform the hearers. Let us live here and declare like David, I was glad that I came to the house of the Lord today. Take all the praise in the name of Jesus, we pray. There is one glory of the sun and another glory of the moon and another glory of the stars for one star different from another star in glory grab your neighbor's and say your glory is different from my glory uh, 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 look at your neighbor and say your glory, glory is different from my glory, glory. i like you to put your eyes and eye and say you shine your shine i shine my shine, I shine. Uh, 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 uh uh can i look at somebody and say you shine your shine i shine my shine, shine say i prophesy your glory will never come on my glory Say, I prophesy, your star will shine, my star will shine. Servant of God, what is this dream of Joseph that caused problem? He had a dream of Joseph. He said, I had a dream, 11 stars. Say 11 stars. 11 stars were binding down to my star. He didn't say 11 shadows. He said 11 stars, which means that every seed of Jacob is a star. You didn't get that. He said, I saw it. So all his brethren were stars. But you know the problem? You are allowing somebody's star to intimidate your star. Let's, oh, you're not hearing what I'm saying here. Are you hearing? People just get intimidated. They just get, they just get woke up. Today is somebody shining. Yeah. What we are here to do is very prophetic. But your shining will start today. You will not shine the way I'm shining. Your shining will not be on the pulpit. Your shining may be in the marketplace. Your shining may not be in Nigeria. Your shining may be in China. But by every... We shine your shine. That your amen is not strong enough. Esther chapter 2 verse 15. And then we we'll run into something. Esther 2 15. You shine your shine. I love my brother and that's how we secure. He's different in what he does. And I'm different and we bring our difference together. Now, the problem is that you want to shine, everybody shine. It's not possible. Talk to anybody, say, You can't take my glory. <laughs> you know, I've been preacher, so let me tell you, when I say something that you like, say, Ish. Let's go. Put your light and say, Ish. Yeah. That is means it touch me. Talk to anybody, say, Ish. <laughs> now, touch to anybody, say, You can never take my glory. <laughs> Esther chapter 2 verse 15. Somebody shall be big amen. Now, somebody say now Now. when the turn, say when the turn of Esther, the daughter of Abihel, the uncle of Mordecai, who had taken her for his daughter, was come. Now, when the turn of Esther, ladies and gentlemen, shining is turn by tongue. Uh, These people are not in church, they're not in church. He said, "When did that means that even though we shine, but the timing is different. Yesterday was somebody's time. As I bow my knees on this altar, your turn is coming. (laughs) My assignment is easy, man of God. I want to raise twelve men for you. Twelve men." The rest of us enjoy it, but my assignment is to restrain for you. Now, when the turn, it was take a look at it every time. babangida stone came, he left. Abacha came, he left. Abu Salam came, he left. Good Lord came, he left. This one came, he left. Now it is three more years, his time will be over. over. Prophesy to your neighbor, say your turn is coming. Please say that, say your turn is coming. And say in the name of Jesus When your tongue comes Seize it When your tongue comes Write it If you know your tongue will come Raise your hand and shout, I hear you Peace you may be seated Hallelujah so let's start. Man, i like it to know that God has two obsessions. If you see Almighty God today anywhere and ask him, God, what is in your heart for man? God is bleeding. And when, when you see it from God's perspective, you know why God is bleeding? Because it doesn't make sense. So God has, not three, God has two obsessions. Obsession number one is be fruitful. Therefore, when a man is not fruitful, the heart of God is turning him. Because you cannot answer the call, you cannot fulfill the assignment without being fruitful. Hallelujah. Please, I worked in NMPC. I am the youngest man in the history of NMPC to work out on NMPC to answer the call of God. So I've seen a bit. I'm always burdened when unbelievers succeed more than believers. Don't anybody say it doesn't make sense. Everything an unbeliever has, you have or you can have. What do they have? Car? Don't you have a car? House, don't you have a house? What else do they have? But you have things they will never have. They don't have joy in the Holy Ghost, they don't have peace as God gives. So there is no reason why an unbeliever should excel you. So God has two obsessions. Number one is fruitfulness, number two is dominion. Number two is what? Dominion. 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 Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Men, it's not important that, and I realize I can't preach So most of the things I'm going to tell you are in these two books. When I'm done, I'll, I'll show them to you so you can read it up later on. My passion is always men. When a strong man armed guards his house, everybody's okay. His wife is okay. Children are okay. Hallelujah. I called my son one day. I said, son, I'll make you a pledge my name will never be a liability for you. Number two, my son, doors will not close to you because of me. Number three, my son, I will love your mother because of you. I love her for her, but beyond her, the best thing the father can do For the children, it's not education. Love their mom. You call me for a men meeting and there are women, so I can't talk because no, 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 I can't talk because if if I talk now, the men will enter trouble. Men, can I talk? you. Somebody shout a big amen. My son turned 14. I said, enter the car. I took him. I gave him his property. He said, that's your property. Even if I'm not anymore, you will never suffer. My son has enough shares to take him to anywhere he wants to school. God has an obsession: fruitfulness, dominion. And so, I will just enjoy. I'm sure that I will come back again before Jesus returns, because we we can we can only but scratch this. Somebody say, be fruitful, have dominion. Why? Because man was created to be in charge, and anytime time man feels he's no longer in charge. begins to dysfunction. That's why when men feel they they are losing it at home, they rather run away. I pray for you, all the daughters of him, God will bless you with money. Daughters of him, you will prosper. But can I pray one selfish prayer? May God give your husband 20 times more money than you. Because if the husband doesn't have more money, there's trouble. You will never be free. You come near him, you're disrespecting me. You talk, you're rebellion. You do this, you're not submitting. Talk to me say, yes. I will pray for you. I will touch your hand. One year from today, your finances will change. So let's walk it. Do you remember when Jesus Christ was born? How the wise men came and we were called the wise men, but they're not really wise men. That word, Magi, means a council of governors. So it wasn't just wise spiritual men. It was the rulers of the nations that came together because just like you have EU, this new king, they say, was born. And so when they came, Magi is always a council of 12 people. So it wasn't three men that came to see Jesus Christ. They just brought three gifts. When they came, because a king was born. So when I heard about king today, something was waking up. When they came, they came with three gifts. Somebody said three gifts. Three. Those are what we call instruments of dominion. A king will never be a king without those three things. How many are you the first thing they brought? Gold. gold. Somebody said gold. gold. What is gold? Gold talks about a system of wealth. You can never have dominion when you don't have wealth. What are you talking about? And please, please hear this. Prosperity and holiness are not antagonistic. God is the holiest of all. He's still the owner of all. There's a problem when your prosperity becomes diverted to stupid, mundane things. No, that's not your portion. Somebody shout a bigger amen. So number one, they brought gold. Somebody say gold. Number two, they brought frankincense. So gold, gold talks about a system of wealth. Number two, frankincense is a spiritual system. You cannot have dominion when you don't have spiritual power. That's why unbelievers are, to, are, are messing you up. They have power and you don't have power. Frankincense is from where we get the word incense. And incense talks about some kind of prayer. So they brought gold, which is they know for you to be king. They know for you to be a man in authority and dominion. You will have to have a source of wealth. Number two, they brought frankincense, which is a spiritual system. Number three is me. Me is a plant from where we get aloe vera, aloe vera, all those things. Okay, it talks about a social system. You must know how to organize men. I'm a preacher. I don't like a quietness. Like, 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 I'm not preaching. Somebody shout a bigger man. Somebody shout a bigger man let me say this. We can be religious, but this is what it is. Without result, you will never lack insult. You need result to terminate insult. So this is the son of God that came. He had the broad gold. Because he's a king. How are you a king when you don't have money? A new home where the husband doesn't have money, insult no foul. Let me, let me, let me. Praise God. Women love money. Women? How many of you know women love money? Is you know it what? The love is scattered. Ish! Women love money. So, but see what how the wise ones like Mama are quiet, but they love it and they are going after it, but they are quiet. Women love money. <laughs> Men, eh? We are adventurous with our money. If I have hundred thousand, I can call my friend and say, "Let's go to Shangri La. Let's go to Tam Tam." Because we believe that if I blow hundred thousand, I will get it very soon. But woman doesn't take this with her money. Don't tell her to take her money and take it to any tam tam because she's pinching the money. So one day I decided, let's take a turn. I want my wife happy. So I told them I did a bit of Google. Let's not go into that. Even Google said to make a woman happy, give her money. Amen. Women and money, I don't understand the connection. I don't understand it. Sir, is that not right? Wow. By means of joke, maybe overseas it happens. Follow me, I'll drive it to my message in a moment. I've been looking, man. A Nigerian man that has money is carrying girls, alright? He's misbehaving. He's maltreating wife, oh. abusing wife. Have you heard the wife left the house? She can't leave. She can't leave. Now overseas, an American girl will walk out because somehow see what but African lady, a demand has money, she ain't going nowhere. But let a poor man you don't hear what I'm saying? <laughs> let a poor husband go and carry a girl. You see the wife take her load and leave. So, man, my assignment today is easy. When I came, I had an impression of 12, but the violent take it by force. You can be righteous and say be prosperous. Yes, yes. So, what is our question tonight? Why do we find that? And I think people are authentic. Another challenge I have is to see people live a lie. You know what live a lie is? In church, everybody's looking okay, and uh, but nothing is working. Right? Everybody's looking okay. And some people here don't even have money to fill their car going back home. I have been wondering, all these prophecies in church, last year was a year of double increase. Everybody shouted amen. At the end of the year, not 5% of people walked into it. Every week we tell you, this is a week of that, and we got happy, and it is so. But at the end of the week, Nothing is happening now. Hear me. Over time, people are feeling that we are saying this is just to make them happy. So after a while, they think that either the pastor is not. Maybe something is wrong. So the heart of people are feeling. The level of indifference to church in men now is incredible. Somehow they feel that the church is not answering their questions. And they don't tell us, so they vote with their legs. That's why you call prayer meeting. You you find women, women. You don't find much men there, because somehow the men are almost disillusioned. Well, but that will change today. Amen. Let me hear somebody shout a big amen. amen. Out of these three systems, I want to talk to you about one system. In John chapter eight, verse thirty-two. Most of what I'm telling is in my book. So wherever I stop, get the book. It will balance it for you. Can somebody shout a big amen? Please, i like it to just watch my face. Jesus gave an, John an eternal formula. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See what he says here, please follow me. He said, you shall know the truth. Somebody said no. And the truth shall make you free. Now, please hear this. This thing is so easy to understand. What it means is that that word no in etymology of what is not just mental ascent. That word no is the knowledge of a man and a woman when they come together to copulate. it. Right? So Jesus is saying that every time there is a fusion of truth and a human spirit, what they give back to is freedom. Any area where you know the truth of God's word, freedom is what people give back to. So there is a truth that sets men free. So I want to show you briefly how we can break this yoke, and I do what God has said in my heart. Uh, see, I get wicked. Our men, man of God, they need help. They they need help because they come here and we preach. They love the preaching, but they have questions in their. Am I talking to any man here? And then we are, there are no women that can just come together and just pray and go. They have they have bills to pay, they have deadlines. This is why God told Adam, "Be fruitful and multiply." Somebody shout a big amen. amen. I'm going to use a church girl. Is there anybody who is in Nollywood here? Are you in Nollywood? But I need my girl. You you are a good dancer, come. I saw you dancing. Come, 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 come. She's in She's V Wood. So watch me. In the Bible school, they tell us that a blow in the eyes is better than two in the ears. That's why when, when preachers preach and they demonstrate, sometimes you forget what they But that demonstration stays in your heart. I'll, Augusta, oh thank you. You're doing good. Augusta, oh thank you, sir. You're a great guy. Take five. Sit down. Nobody's killing me here. <laughs> Madam, come. This is the story of a typical church person. I hope I can hold your hands. Husband is here. No. I beg no demonstration, okay? <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh. This is the typical average church person. Her name is Anna. Somebody say, Anna. It could have been James or somebody about, let's say Anna. something in our church. You see posters of people. Like, I'm sure you saw it in church. Anna, all these people because uh, I came back with a burden to bring light to people. Characters to praise God. I use characters to pray this. This is Anna. Somebody say Anna. Anna was a diligent church person. Maybe let's just say for her sake, you're the actor. Madam, thank you. Come with me. What 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 name of a man starts with H? Let's say this is Henry, all right? Let's replace Anna with Henry. Henry is a good church guy, faithful guy, right? Every day, Henry loves the Lord. Henry is in church. Everything he want Henry to do, he tries to do. Henry follows Papa everywhere. He's good, but there's a problem in Henry's life. So uh, even though I, 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 I'm going to use Henry, but the storyline will remain the same. Is that okay? So Henry, like Anna, is faithful with God, but... She has a need in her life. Somebody say a need. Amen. The need is that she was barren. She wanted a child. And every time she will do, every Monday, Henry is in church. He's worshiping. He's doing keyboard. And then he gets prophecy. This week is your week of conception. He will shout, yes. And then he will go back home. End of the month, he sees his period. She sees her period. Right? And then she goes. And then she comes to church again. Every time she's hearing this, everything they want to do in church, Henry is there. Anna is there faithfully doing it. Yet in her heart, Anna has a problem. When will this reproach leave? Anna is faithful. Anna is diligent toward God. In spite of her diligence, Anna still had a problem. And every time she's faithful to God, one day her husband took her, and as they were going to this thing, Anna came and said to the husband, "See, give me a child, or I die." The husband looked at Anna and said, Am I not worth more than 10 sons to you? Do you know that sometimes husbands can be insensitive? Not just husband, people. They look at what you go through, the kind of sarcasm, the kind of comments they make is without sensitivity. Am I not? The woman looked at the husband. Now, here is a woman that, worst case scenario, the one place you should get comfort is your husband, and you're not getting it. As she still went that day to Shiloh every year, she comes back. And then Penaina, your colleagues, your friends in other churches, they're mocking at you. If you say you serve God, why you never give it pain? If that church where you go, power they dear, why you never get money? And Penaina began to mock her. Penina, that was when she went to... To the husband. And in spite of the mockery of Pernina, the husband was adding sort of injury. Anna was taking this. And so one day, in obedience to her husband, they were going back to Shiloh. I don't know at what point Anna encountered truth as she will encounter truth today. Amen. Anna came and said to the Lord, Lord, I'm just about getting tired. I've done everything. Nothing is working. Is there something I don't know? We are not told, but we can infer that there there was an encounter. So what happened? Anna, this time, met God. Said, God, I've approached you on the strength of religion. It's not working. I've approached on the on the sense of I'm a nice woman. It's not working. God, let's talk business. Look at your neighbor and say, Men, talk business. business. And then she switched the cup, she said, Lord, are you not looking for a prophet? God said yes. She said, Okay, God, give me a son. And I will give him back to you. Jesus trying to call this message down at something. Jesus said, to whom shall we like in this generation is in this book, right? Jesus is saying, How can I describe men of this age? He said they are like children in the marketplace. Say children in the marketplace. If you take a child to the marketplace, man of God, millions of transactions are going, the child is insensitive. All the child wants is to play, all the child wants is to eat. Meanwhile, destiny is like taking a child to a stock exchange floor. The child is there, but it's oblivious of what is happening there. So Jesus said, This is how the men, not women, that's how the men of people are. They do not know what they have in me. So I tell us that Jesus is a savior, but much more, he's our stock exchange. It is in Jesus that we give our children and we take his joy. We give our poverty and we take his joy. We give our we give our death and we take his life. How can you come to church? you have a prophet you do not know who you have you carry a bible bible that has raised the dead yet you are in sickness because you are a child in the marketplace so i stop them you don't say to us in church again I'm, no don't say you're going to church every time say i'm going for transaction every time you come to church your mind should be transaction i didn't say commercial i said transaction transaction means that you have a readiness of mind that today you're going to make contact and exchange Well, children that's jesus said it children you come to a place where your life can be changed yet you behave like a child like you like you just like entertainment thank god for the singing but much more than the singing, make touch with god I said, hallelujah. Amen. So, Henry now makes a deal with God. God, you want, it, you want a prophet? I want a son. Give me a child. I will give you a prophet. They did a deal. Somebody said, deal. deal. The next day she went to Shiloh. She bowed down. My friend, you ashilo begin to praise, begin to laugh. <laughs> begin to laugh. <laughs> her prayer was not like before when she comes and she's murmuring. Now she's laughing. Eli the priest looks at her and says, Oh, hey, woman, it is too early for you to be drunk. All the people that should have given Anna support ended up becoming part of the problem. Bernina mocked at her husband, was insensitive. Now priest himself doesn't know what she's going through. Have you been there when you go to some pastors and the advice they give you even makes your case worse? That's why I tell you, please, stay with this man of God. He doesn't give you things to just raise your hope without giving you the miso. So Eli saw her and the way she was jubilating, she was no longer, she was just jubilating. And the man said, "I, hey, it's too early. Then, and I said, My, my Lord, I am not drunk. It's just that I've poured out my heart to the Lord. Immediately, something happened. Prophetic acuity entered. The man looked at her and knew something had happened. He said, Go. God give you what you're looking for. Stretch your hand toward the altar. Today, as you go back, This is the last time you will appear in Shiloh with reproach. You have tried. Nobody should accuse you of being lazy because you're not lazy. Even yourself, you're confused. The same God that visited Anna. Today, you will have your encounter. What you are believing God for, I declare. Go! God give it to you. You will not be a child in the marketplace. You will not come before God and yet not take what you want. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Barrenness in your business is over. You are walking, walking, walking. Internally you are frustrated because you are wondering what am I doing? This is the last shiloh you're coming like this. I declare to you, the next men convention, people will know that something has happened. And I pray, almighty God, that you will have the wisdom to make transactions. Jacob said to the Lord, I will not let you go until you bless me. I, I'm not here for entertainment. I'm not here for anything. I came to be blessed. The God that called Jonathan Imogu has been with him. Stood with him. May God open your eyes. I came to drop oil here today. That your mandate for fruitfulness and dominion will take a new turn. That you will have insight. That you will have revelation. That you will know and you will give better freedom. The people that mocked you before now will bow before you. Doors that were shot shall be open to you. If that amen is louder, I'm sure your grace will be higher. Amen. I bow my knees to God and I declare if it will be a doer of what you hear today, reproach is over from your life. Amen. Most of the reason you don't come to church is because nobody will handle your business, but God will so bless you you will put structure in your business so you can give God your time. I declare you blessed. I declare you blessed. I, say, I declare you blessed. I say, I declare you blessed. I say, I declare you blessed. I say, I declare you blessed. In the name of the Father, I declare you blessed. In the name of the Son, I declare you blessed. I declare your reproach is over. I declare your barrenness is over. Walking without result is over. If you're shouting amen, shout amen like a thunder. Before I give you the case, i like it to be bold. We are squashed, it's better. But sometimes you activate your faith. Look at 20 people and tell them, this is the last men conference I will be like this. Tell 20 people, go ahead. I don't know how you can be in your chair and tell 20 people that. Is a day when reproach is over. It's not that you don't come to church, you come to church. It's not that you don't like God. I know you love God, but somehow you don't have the reasons, you don't have the answers. Look at me. I have my time is up. I'm on. Look at me. Watch me, please. Sit and watch me. Watch me. I'm sure you will not forget this face. Remember this face. I will never sin against this man. Never. You know what I sin against him? I will never sin against him. I don't need his members. I don't need you to give me any seat. I don't need you to follow me on Facebook. Don't even check for me on Instagram. I came to support his work. I came to build his men for him. I, I I I am not here to do a preaching context. He's a better preacher. I'm not here, but maybe I have a little bit of light. I have light. When I was living in NPC, I said to the Lord, Lord, you know me, you know my frailties. Anywhere you send me, I'll go whatever you want me to do and I was not just in charge of stores I was in charge of estate in NMPC you know what that means I was in charge of the real estate my wife was in charge of acreage allocation you know acreage where they give oil blocks man oh god I didn't give a secret you know why I pulled her out from work it's not, God didn't tell me oh it's fear that make me pull her out every day Dan Gota is calling her global Comp, they are calling her out of fear I said my wife will leave that place quickly Don't tell nobody, say, ish. (laughs) Are you joking? But you know, it was many years after I said, Baby, you know, that thing I was doing, spiritual. No, spiritual, no. And then the added matter was, you know, oil block? You know what oil block is? And that was her department. That was what she was doing. Every day they are flying her to Abuja, flying her to America. I say, This world, this one. Ish. So I said to the Lord, listen, listen carefully. Anywhere you take me, I'll go. Whatever you want, I'll do, but Lord, please don't make me beg anybody money. Otherwise, leave me in NPC, I'm okay. I'm ending well. Take me anywhere. So maybe that's why God gave me uncommon light for prosperity, because the sacrifice was huge. I was in uni like, in year one, I failed mathematics. I was doing an accounting course and then uh, so we had a problem. One Uduma, Uduma, say Uduma, Uduma. Yeah. I preach more Uduma, Uduma. One very unkept guy. He was doing, a, I think, philosophy, but you know, in philosophy, they do um, uh, si- symbolic logic and all that. That's business maths. So if you're doing business mathematics, if you just pass that symbolic logic and set theory, you have your 40 marks. So we went to Uduma. At least let's just scale this thing. When I saw Uduma, he was unkept, bare, like, you know, I didn't like him. When the guy saw that I didn't like him, I said, young man, if I teach you mathematics, you fail. Nobody will teach you mathematics in life. When I had authority, I stood still. That year God be in mathematics. If I teach you about finances, you remain poor. You'll be poor in your life. Because this is a rise, shine for your light. In him was light. And that light was the life of men. There is nothing like life without light. Have you noticed? He said, die light. Somebody said "That light. Yeah. Which means that light is personal. He yes, didn't say our light. Yes, Stop making people enter your light. It is not for them. The problem is you want everybody to know what you know? No, it's the light. Do you know you're going to the next place here when you're going, this this traffic light? Have you noticed when it is green for you, it is red for somebody else? No, ma- even if your mother is in the red zone, you don't go and take her and push her out. It's not her light. So anytime God wants you to shine, God sends your light. All of you gathered here today, God is sending you light. That your amen is problematic. That your amen is not touching my anointing. Put your mouth in your neighbor's ear and shout a big amen. Hallelujah. Please hear this. We haven't seen, I haven't told you this. Last week, we were moving church from where we are. We got the place $300 million. How, how much? For four plots. But, but, but I like it. Without agency, right? And my members are like, Papa. I said, rising is not a function of committee. It's a function of light. You better have light as a leader. This thing is thy light. And you see, when it's not somebody else's light, they make a mockery of a light. Yes, somebody say, I can never be poor. You say it's arrogant. You're in darkness. When you have his light, you know you can never be poor. Am I talking to anybody? Oh, yes. yeah. Lift your right leg and shout, I hear you. So I said, sir, anywhere I go, anywhere, send me, I don't mind. If you send me to Iran today, ask God, he knows I will go. But God, don't make me beg anybody. This is over 20-something years in ministry. No human being alive. And I'm not arrogant. People bless me, and I'm grateful to God for it. But no human being will come and say, I've begged money. David said the other day, I was once young, but I'm not old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken or a seed beg bread. So, are, are you ready for me? Are you ready? Yes, My assignment is 12, but you can determine to be part of the 12. Somebody shall be given. So, I said to the Lord, What's the life of prosperity? Remember, somebody said gold? Frankincense? Mayor. The Lord said, Don't pursue gold, pursue frankincense. Don't pursue money. Those of you pursuing money, you will never find money. If you pursue frankincense, money will find you. That's why he said, seek you first. I have a brother. I will take you and your wife to visit him. He's one of the richest boys in Nigeria and a Christian through and through. So they were doing value. They were valuing his house for insurance. You know how much his house is worth? 1.9 billion. How much? House where he lives is worth. How much? 1.9 billion. And this guy is righteous with rigidity. We will go there. Man of God, when you go there, you will cry. You know why you cry? Because God is showing you that he comes righteous. 15 years ago, they came for my book launch. I used to have a guy who, in a church, who was going for governorship race in the particular state. So I did that book launch. This is my son, who is a governorship guy. This is my son. This guy was a friend. This guy going for governorship there at that time was there, and he did something. The guy, this guy who was outside my friend, when they were doing praise and worship, the guy was rolling on the floor. He couldn't, he was just rolling, crying. God said, 10 years what 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 will become of two of them this guy is in money i cannot tell you you know city of david you, you know what they are building do you know what they are building what are they building what are they building that is the first church building with a helipad right this guy is the biggest giver in that place so when they talk about friends i appreciate it i don't have any friend at this level because now, I keep friends, but I pursue people who know more. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. So I said to the Lord, What do I do? God said, Well, if you don't want to beg money, I'll teach you how to make money. Because there's nothing like a ima- man. let me talk to you. Eh? There'll be more peace in your house when you have wealth. Yes, I hope you know that. Your wife will respect you more. Wife will respect you more. Your wife will call you 12 times when you're outside. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. So I began to change money. Every day I would call my wife. I said, come, I will give her 1,000 naira. She said, thank you. She every day I give her 1,000 naira. change 1,000 naira. What's 1,000 to peace? One day she said, this 1,000 is too small. <laughs> <laughs> he said, it's not up to what I'm doing for you. I have not shared this with you. Please hear it today. Somebody shout amen. amen. Right is done. The secret to wealth is altars. Write it down. It's what altars. Altars. I want to tell you what prosperity preachers don't tell you. So you hear Benny Hinn regretting. I don't know where he gets his regret from. I like it to you know any man that tells you that prosperity is evil. The man is a joker. Is what? Is joker. What we can say is the abuse of prosperity, we can't deny it, okay? Yes. Oh, There will be massive abuse. Bring 24 candles. Bring coconut. That's occultism. They cannot prove it in the Bible. But in the Bible, when they were building the temple, God said to Moses, take from the people gold for the things of gold. Silver for the things of silver. Bronze. So it's not wrong if pastor says, give me 500,000 if you can, because that's the budget. But there's no force. You don't have to if you don't want it. So be careful. It doesn't matter who is propagating. You go back and search your scripture. Somebody shout a big amen. Amen. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. Altar is a place of worship between man and God. Altar is a place of worship between a man and God. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the name of the Lord. There are 12 people that raise altars in the Bible. I just want to go into this straight and just call it short and give it to you. The men of this fellowship, you'll be wealthy. But you will not have another gods. The wealth that will make you not serve God is occultic wealth. And I want to let you know, let me tell you something now. Some of your friends have money, you don't know the source. Listen, any friend that has money that will spend money with you but will never give you money is occult money. Because in the occult, they forbid them from giving anybody money. So you have many friends who can buy anything for you, but they will never give you cash. See, because they want you to be desperate and follow them to go into what they're doing. You don't have to go to any occult when you serve God. Somebody shout a big amen. Amen. <laughs> The first man in the Bible is Adam. Somebody shout Adam. Adam. Somebody shout Adam. Adam. How do I know that Adam raised the first altar? place? You have know, this one day God came in the cool of the evening. He said, Adam, Adam, where art thou? Say, where art thou? Yeah. That, mean th- well, that means that Adam and God had a meeting place. Is that correct? Now the trouble started when God came to that meeting place. Adam was no longer there. Amen. And that's a problem. And I pray for you that you will not start what you can't finish. couple of my rich boys, I went to not just spiritual altar. I went to dedicate their altars in their place. The spiritual realm controls money. The spiritual realm controls. I'm telling you, look at my face. All this gimmick will not work. That's why they brought number one, gold. They brought what? Frankincense. And they brought what? And they say, seek you first, the frankincense. The gold will be added to you. Hallelujah. Adam had the first altar. Second altar was a man called Abel. Somebody say Abel. How do we know? The Bible said that Abel and Cain and Abel were doing business and Abel would bring, uh, uh, bring the sacrifice of blood to, to, to Jesus Christ and Cain went to bring the offerings of the ground. And the Bible says that God had respect unto Abel and his offering. Why? Because he brought blood. Somebody say blood. And that blood was you know futuristic. It was prophetic of the atoning work of Jesus Christ. So Abel brought blood. He, brought, he made an altar where he and God. He was giving God the acceptable sacrifice. Hallelujah. When this happened, Cain got very, very angry and slew his brother, Abel. Watch me very carefully. I'm running up. Watch me. All right? He slew his brother. And then wickedness became so much in the earth, so much wickedness, that the Bible said that he regretted God that God made man keep your ears open. So for that period, there was darkness. And then God saw Noah, a righteous man. God said to Noah, You know, Noah, I will destroy all this earth and I will make a new nation with you. He said, Noah, build me an ark. A story for another day. Noah was building the ark. When Noah entered the ark, did you know that it was God that shut the door of the ark? So that no unwanted person will enter there. Listen. As soon as the ground dried, as soon as Noah opened the door of that ground, please go and read it. The Bible said, Noah built an altar to god to tell god i acknowledge you are you hearing now listen i want to share something with you when noah built an altar hear what god said god said noah i will never be angry with man again nor curse the ground on behalf of man listen the sacrifice of noah cancelled the curse of adam adam's curse made god curse the ground all right now it, it is not the death of Christ. Before Christ came, Noah took care of that. So listen, an altar can nullify any cause. Yes, sir. It can nullify God. Said, Even what I did for Adam, because you have given me this, I will never cost the crown again for you. Noah raised an altar. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. Let me round it up for the last sake. Somebody say, Jacob. Somebody said Jacob. Jacob. Jacob and uh, his brother, you know the story? God told the mother the younger would serve the senior. Follow me, I'm, I'm almost done. Long story. When eventually Jacob got the blessing, he was driven out. Remember that? And the Bible says that he went to the um, wilderness. Amen? He went to the wilderness and their life was very, very meaningless for him. Amen? And then he he, he slept there. Genesis 28... From verse 18, I want to end in Jacob. Is that all right? I want to end in Jacob. And I want to tell you something. I want to tell you a bit of my life story. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. My people, I'm a direct personality. If I won't come from you, I tell you I won't come. Right? But I'm not ashamed to admit to you with every sense of humility, God has blessed me. And I'm grateful. And I don't take it for granted. That's why I I have a passion for men. What you're pursuing is not what you should be pursuing. What you're pursuing, if we don't call you to order, very soon you will enter cult. Because as the days get more and more, it gets harder and harder. Your only way out is covenant. What is it? Covenant. Genesis 28, please. Please help us very quickly. My actor brother, where is he? Where is the Nollywood guy? Please come. While they're getting the scripture, I will just show you what happened. So please watch me. Watch me. Jacob runs out from the house. Talk to your neighbor say, watch this. Watch. And he goes out to the wilderness. We don't know how long he trekked. We don't know how many kilometers. Can you imagine 10,000 years ago, 12,000 years ago? Imagine the forest. Imagine the thing. The man was just going to his uncle Laban's place because the brother wanted to kill him. So when he got there, he got tired. So, he Bible said he alighted in the place and then he slept, August okay, sleep. <laughs> Excuse me. Can I get something like a stone? Anything? Whether your Bible? get me anything. I want to demonstrate something. Thank you. I hope the glass is not there for him to break it. Watch it. This Bible. The Bible said that they came here, right? And life was so hard. The man put stone for a pillow. August okay, sleep on top of stone. When he was there, covenant pursued him. The Bible says in the night he had a dream. He saw a ladder set up from the earth to the heavens. Have you read it? And then God began to remind him of the covenant that he kept in that place. Hallelujah. Amen? And God promised him everything. And after that dream encounter, Jacob, wake up with us. Bah. Bah. Hear what he said here. Jacob said, ah. This is none else but the, the house of the Lord. He said, The Lord was here and I and I knew it not. Right? And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put forth his pillow and set it up for a pillar and poured what? Oil upon it from the top of it to down. Let's go. The next verse. Go to 19 please. technical. I need to run. Hallelujah. And he called the name. But the name of that city was Luz at first, right? Now, continue. This guy enters transaction. And Jacob did what? Vowed a vow, saying, If God would be with me, and will keep me in this way that I go, and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on. Next verse. So that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God. Next verse. And this tongue which I set for a pillar shall be God's house. And of all that thou shalt give me, I will surely give thee a tenth. So I have a problem when preachers talk about tithe. They are crazy. Tithe did not start with the Lord. It started before them. The same, day this guy, the same day Abraham gave tithe, Abraham had communion. So why are they not talking about communion? Why tithe? Because the devil knows the power of money. He doesn't want believers to have it. So this guy came and said that Lord, if you will lead me, my brother is chasing me. You take me out and bring me in. You'll be my God. Sit down. One day, right now, we have an only son. I'm not in doubt that God shall still give us other children. And then my wife called me and said, The way you're going, what happens if anything happens and we're no longer there what will happen you know that woke me up but i looked at her i said sweetheart i make you a covenant covenant will take care of him somebody say covenant covenant, covenant will do what take care of him, care of him. praise god so I went to the Lord. I said, Lord, let's make a deal. Let's make what? This man said, if you will lead me, you will bring me back. And I made a deal with God. Right? An altar is a place of sacrifice. What is it? Pastor Adeboye said, on all the altars where fire fell down in the Bible, there was sacrifice. Sacrifice of fire never fell on any place where there's no sacrifice. Anyway, so going forward, I said, okay, God, what will happen? God said, I will lead you. I went to Abuja to preach. This young boy came. He was dancing. He, was, he came to receive me. The moment he came, anyway, I go, I go with my checkbook. I saw him. He was just a very nice boy. Something struck in my heart. So I got to the hotel. He was carrying my bag, calling me daddy, daddy. I went to the church the next day. Here's this little boy again. He was dancing, right? Something could happen. So I called the church. I called myself, stand up. From today, I will take care of your school fees to anywhere you want to school. I'm glad to let you know he's graduated from university right now. All right, so okay, we did that. And then I was going, the Lord said, Listen, don't just pay his school fees, treat him as you would treat your son. So every holiday he will come home. Somebody shout a big amen. Amen. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. One day. A woman came to her son's birthday. As she was going, she said, you know the woman, I'm going to call her name for you now. She said, Pastor, at the time, I'm sorry, I don't have more to give to your son. But I will give your son scholarship until he enters secondary school. Where is the school? Lucky British. How many of you know Miss Laja? How many of you know Lucky British? She died. T- she died three weeks ago. That woman gave my son scholarship where we are paying, where they are paying pound sterling for school, the woman gave my ha- gave me a house, eh? Number two, Grace Andrews, off road fourteen. She gave me a seven-bedroom duplex. Gave me a brand new car. Are you hearing? Are you hearing? One day, one of my drivers came to me. and said, uh, Papa, uh, a woman is coming to see you. I said, What for? Oh. He said, Please see her. This very old woman came to see me. You a woman, yai yeah, jabu. And she came there and said, uh, Pastor, please, my son wants to go to school. I don't have money. I have land to sell down the road here. He said, please, buy it. Give me money so he can go to school. She wasn't speaking English very well. So I looked at this man. She was so unkept. If you look at her, you won't ever believe she owns the land. So I said, let's go. And then we went to look at. How many of you know Farrar Park? So I'm giving you. You know Park? Just buy farrah Park. She took me there. I said, you own this land? He said, yes, my family land. So I went to do my due diligence. I found out that the Balogun, you know Balogun? I found out that the Balogun is her family. And this woman was staying in Nigeria, so she didn't have any value. I said, how much do you want to sell land? Ten years ago, she said, take it for 250. I said, God forbid. I said, madam, your land is not 250. Your land is 600,000. He said, no, I don't want that money. I said, you will take it. So I gave her 600,000. She was going. I said, my, please take 50,000 naira. Add it and give to your son. Amen. Have me said this before. She went. Man of God, one week later she said, Pastor, follow me. She called the council of all her family. She said, I've never met a man like this. They appointed me as the sole agent for all the Balogun land. That's how I made my money in don't be jealous, clap. <laughs> now, let me cut it short. These stories, I normally won't say it anywhere. But I'd like you to know you will never see any wealthy man who is not servicing an altar, whether divine or diabolical. Christians get religious when it comes to money. But that's what you live your life pursuing. God is not against you having money. God is against you worshipping money. But you will not worship money. Money will worship you. Can somebody shout a big amen? Jacob said to the Lord, if you will lead me, Anna I said to the Lord, "Give me a son. I'll give. It. You know, Mama. I don't know. I, I, I keep thinking that most of the women meeting. You talk about Anna. Do you know what it means? Your son is two. Your child is two. You hand him over to a priest. You know, your son is two. You take it and had, and the guy never came back to your house. Do you know what that is? Go read it after the sacrifice. God opened her womb and gave her many things. Listen to me. I said I came here for men. Hallelujah." Today will mark the beginning of your new work with God. Please, altar is not just a geographical location. Altar is sometimes sacrifice that you make to God. Say, Lord, I want a new beginning. I want what? A new beginning. Please watch me. You will not find any member of church that has told you that I came to beg money. Please, they bless me and i'm very grateful i need 300 million by next week minus agency but i'm not depending on any church member to bring that money i know how to service my covenant and as i was praying for you men here i sense that some of you do not have any altar you're servicing All that is a sacrifice you make to God. Lord, this much I will do for you. And then we have a good place. We are building building this. You see this church? This church can make a generation to be blessed. Make a covenant with God over that church. This church can make your generation to be blessed forever. Somebody shout a big Amen. Amen. I want to talk. Is anybody blessed today? Can, can, can I see your hand? Can I see your hand? No, sir. Time forbids me. Time forbids me. Time forbids me. I don't do real estate before. Before, I was big in real estate here. Before, you couldn't call people. What happened? One day, I was in the bush. <laughs> One day, I said, Chai, what am I doing to myself? Jonathan Nimogi is a doctor, PhD. And, uh, me, I'm inside bush with Omanili. From that day, I stopped. But today, I regret it. I had business. God gave me properties. Why? I have never seen a genuine need in the kingdom. And close my eyes. Not one. I support God, God supports me. That's how we go. I left NMPC, sir. Over 15 years. I have never thought of NMPC one day as regrets, not one. I left NMPC, I was living in a I was already a big boy. The same year I left, I came to Lucky his One. Is that not bigger? So, I'm telling you, sir, this thing you're sleeping, rising, going up and downtown, is okay, but that's not how wealth comes. Wealth comes by covenant, wealth comes by altar. altar. Today, men, I want you to do something. Don't be like women, don't let's clap and go home. Build a new foundation for your life. Can somebody say big amen? amen. I think there are 12 of you. Hallelujah. 12 of you. A sacrifice is not, it's not a pledge of something you will go and bring. A sacrifice is something you're willing to do anything to place before the Lord. Lord, today, no matter how, three things you're praying for. Number one, no matter how hard the economy is, keep on making way for me. Number two, my Lord, my children, may they not see shame. My children, may they not see shame. Number three, my Lord, Let nothing cut short my life. Let nothing cut short my life. That's the three things. Praise the Lord. I wanted to make an altar with a 100,000 naira. I'm going to count 10 for those of you who will come out. And I will do the next thing and I'll go. Lord, and you know 100,000 is really on the covenant. But this is unplanned. I just want to initiate you. I've never seen a prophet watch me i've never seen a man who's anointed leave me leave my space without me so it a man with result and a man with argument did they compete no sir you go with your argument allow me to continue my practice somebody shout a big amen. lord no matter how difficult it is make way for me number two my children whatever happens lord take over my children there will be no shame concerning my children number three Lord, satisfy my life to live the fullness of my life. And for this today, I'm giving you a seed of 100,000 Naira to start a new foundation. At the count of 12, please, if you're here, please come on. I'd like you to bow down your head, everybody. Thank you. Two, quickly. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30 p.m. and Sundays 8.30 a.m. at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate-Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout along Konoyo Gas Station. Lekki, lagos nigeria or follow us on facebook at victory inheritance ministries or you can email us at vim at gmail.com thank you for listening god bless you